It's five o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. <laughs> hit the door and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. <laughs> Well, it is uh, heating up. We're getting uh, closer to the start of the college football season. Uh, Zero-week games this week. Pirates will play in less than two weeks against Michigan. And uh, I'm excited to be here today. I'm excited about all the programming, the great options we've got on the station this year as we're ramping things uh, up. A lot of the other projects I'm involved in, and there are plenty of them. And uh, it's going to be an exciting uh, fall. Looking forward to it. And who else is excited? Coach Houston. Coach Houston's excited about this team. Coach Houston's excited about the opportunities in front of him. And I'm excited that 94.3, the game, is the home of the Pirates. There you go. Tell it, Coach. So there you have it. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. Woo! Uh, it, is the, it is the Patrick Johnson Show. We are uh, up and running on a Monday. Uh, on your drive home. So we got a ton of things to get to today. Now, we had our, uh, this has got to be something like the uh, 7th or 8th annual Media Day coverage. I know the the five years I've been back, we've done the uh, Media Day coverage every year. We've covered a lot of things live. We're usually the only radio station that actually is live there covering things as they happen on the scene. Uh, and really the only broadcast entity uh, most of the time is totally live during these events. So we had another one of our signature live events uh, covering the preseason media day press conference on Saturday. The show went very, very well. And uh, we had Coach Houston on. We had Donnie Kirkpatrick, the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, Blake Harrell, defensive end, Jeremy Lewis from right here in Greenville. We had uh, Mason Garcia, QB1, yeah, I would say, Alex Flynn. Also talk to him. So we're going to relive the magic of those interviews for you uh, at various points today here on the show in case you missed it. If you do want to hear the show in its entirety, which is a little over an hour, you can go to the brand new IBX media page. If you're with us on video, look at the bottom of your screen. That's how you download uh, that. Totally free to download. No pre-roll commercials. You get you right into Clark? the stream. I am. You get all right into the stream of all of our stations. Uh, including this one, and you got the podcast page. So if you go under the Patrick Johnson Show podcast page, you'll find the ECU Media Day podcast right there. So that's that's the deal, baby. That's the deal. Uh, so that is coming up, uh, but uh, if you're not a uh, the sort that has the, the app, stay tuned. We'll bring you some of the interviews from that, but that also has the Q&A with the media and Coach Houston's uh, talking with them right off the uh, jump. Uh, of the program. Pretty good stuff. Uh, also, uh, a big week ahead, obviously. Steve Logan returns to radio in eastern North Carolina on this station and others on Friday at 5. We will be here Friday uh, on the radio. We will follow the Logan show at 6 o'clock, but 5 o'clock every day from now until Thursday, and then we'll be at uh, 6 during the course of the football season on Fridays. Uh, we uh, have some special programming with that I'm going to tell you about uh, later on in the week and uh, a, a thing coming up on social that we're going to do that I think a lot of you will uh, like. Uh, also, uh, 
this week. We've got uh, some ECU-related guests. Uh, we were going to have Sonny on today, but he had a uh, uh, something come up in his schedule. So Jay Sunholder, who's going to join us uh, right now, it looks like every week uh, during the season, we may be getting to him uh, tomorrow. A uh, couple of other uh, things to uh, update you on. Uh, kind of a quasi-pirate report. Uh, there's some other uh, news uh, or sports nuggets uh, in here. Of course, the Pirates wrapped up their preseason camp. They now turn their attention to Michigan in week one as classes started today at ECU. Uh, Mike Houston talking about the competitive nature of the uh, preseason August camp. Holt Naylor's was the only quarterback in the room that I felt could go out there and take a snap in a college football game. Zero competition. That is not what you want. Um, now all of a sudden you, you look here and I, I don't care if, you know, we keep talking about the kicking competition. Well, we've got several guys that I think are very, very solid specialists. They're doing a really good job, which has created very intense competition, which that's great because when they get on that field on game day, that is as much pressure as you could ever imagine. And uh, Greenville native Jeremy Lewis says the Pirates will head into the game against the Wolverines looking to play their brand of football. You know, we're always able to go out there and compete and shock the world. You know, we're ready for this one. It's a great Michigan team. You know, they're looking to win a national championship, and we're looking to knock them off. So, you know, we just got to go out there and do our job, play our brand of football and compete, you know, and, you know, really go out there and just show, show the world we're capable of. That is the South Central uh, uh, alum, uh, Jeremy Lewis, for the Pirates. Uh, now, East Carolina wrapped up. Saturday with a scrimmage, quarterback Mason Garcia says the team made huge strides during the uh, scrimmage, the period of time from scrimmage one last weekend to this weekend's scrimmage two. We come like, wow, we got a lot of things to work on, you know, but one of the main things he was was kind of controlling the huddles. You know, we got veteran guys in there, but as a quarterback, you got to be able to go in there and take command of everything. But uh, just being just being out there with those guys and kind of knowing what we needed to learn on from last week, you know, coming out there kind of you know, doing what we needed to learn from last week was, was huge for us this week, you know, and not everything was perfect, but, you know, the things we needed to clean up last week is what we did. So that, that shows a lot of maturity for this offense and this team. We'll hear more from all three of those coming up in uh, just a little bit. Some other pirate news that happened uh, today in volleyball, sophomore outside hitter uh, Anelez Alderete, Alderete uh, is uh, been tabbed as the uh, 2023 all-American Athletic Conference preseason first team. That's according to the conference. Uh, Alderate is the first Pirate to earn preseason accolades since Bree Wood did prior to the 2021 campaign. She was the freshman of the year and an all-AAC second team honoree. Uh, Pirates uh, picked second in the East Division in the preseason behind Memphis uh, in uh, volleyball and uh, SMU picked first in the West. Rice picked second in the West. So uh, Pirates uh, and uh, Coach Augustine is uh, making some uh, some headway with the program as uh, he enters this season. We're going to talk to Coach later on this week, uh, midweek, on the Patrick Johnson Show. So that'll be a, a great deal of fun. Looking forward uh, to that. Heard this was uh, going to happen a couple weeks ago uh, and uh, took maybe a week longer than I thought it would. But uh, Henry... Lartigue, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, has been named uh, an assistant coach and hitting coach for ECU baseball. Cliff Godwin making the announcement today. Lartigue joins the four-time defending AAC regular season champs 
after serving as a volunteer assistant coach at Arkansas State in 2023. Uh, he played uh, or was rather a student assistant at Ole Miss and, of course, uh, dates back to Cliff Godwin's time there and uh, Mike Bianco, too, uh, the uh, national coach of the year back in uh, 22. So uh, we will uh, we'll see there. Uh, just looking at some of his other accolades uh, here, following his collegiate, uh, collegiate career, the Mississippi native spent six seasons in professional baseball. There you go. Uh, after the uh, uh, Philly selected him in the uh, first pick of the seventh round of the 2016 draft. So he had a great career as a rebel, then was there as a student assistant at 22 before going to Arkansas State. Uh, welcome to Greenville. We'll get a chance, hopefully, to talk to him sometime uh, really, really Soon. A couple other things. Uh, ECU soccer scoreless draw at North Florida Sunday. So they go 0-1-1 on their sh uh, Sunshine State uh, trip. And uh, they'll host George Mason in the opener at home on Thursday. Panthers uh, looked awful uh, Friday night. 21-19 at MetLife. I know the score is not the important thing here, but, but Bryce Young just right now, isn't looking good. Three out of six for 35 yards. And uh, the Panthers will play the Lions on Friday. Uh, Victor Hovland, V is for victory. He's celebrating uh, another win. He finished atop the leaderboard at the uh, Olympia Fields Country Club to win the BMW Championship. And he earned it. His course record 61 in the final round. Finishes the tournament 17 under. And he will go into uh, Atlanta for the FedEx Cup championship uh, behind Scotty Scheffler, who is going to go in as the uh, uh, the top seed, if you will. Uh, Hovland is two shots behind him when they start things. Rory is dangerous there, as you know. Rory is, uh, doesn't matter how many shots Rory is back uh, in Atlanta when they get there, he is always dangerous. Uh, and then uh, Will Byron, who's a North Carolinian, celebrating his fifth NASCAR Cup Series victory of the season as he won at Watkins Glen. So that's just some of the uh, some of the news that's going on from the wide world of sports. We'll break, we'll come back, and uh, we'll do a pirate report, including uh, the uh, interview we had, exclusive interview one-on-one -on -one with pirate football coach Mike Houston. That is coming your way on the other side of these words on the Monday Patrick Johnson Show. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Okay, uh, Pirate Report. And uh, again, we had our uh, ECU Media Day. Lots of great things uh, said. I think Coach Houston feels really good about uh, where his team is. And I think he feels good about the uh, talent and depth of talent on this uh, roster. As he told me, and you'll hear this in this interview in just a few minutes, uh, the the unknown here is there's just not a lot of names known because a lot of these guys have been in the program getting bigger, faster, stronger, and have played behind some known commodities uh, the last few years. And you're really going to see a lot of these guys uh, be sort of the stars of this uh, new era of pirate football. So let's go to that interview we had exclusively for you here on 94.3 The Game Saturday afternoon as uh, Coach Houston, after he addressed the media, came over to our locale, our radio setup, and I spoke with him one-on-one. -on -one. Well, we have a uh, 
uh, we were just talking about it in the break, and you mentioned it in your comments a moment ago. I mean, this is as competitive a preseason as you've had. A far cry from when you got here, and really a far cry from probably the last two or three years, I'd have to imagine. Well, I think, you know, you look at last year, and we were very top-end loaded. And what I mean by that is, you know, you had Holt Nailers, you had Keaton Mitchell, you had C.J. Johnson, Ryan Jones, Isaiah Winstead. You know, you had a lot of guys that were really, really high-end players that were known commodities. You know, the fans knew who they were. We knew who they were. They played a lot of ball. Um, now you got a bunch of fresh faces. Uh, now, those kids are very, very talented, um, but a lot of our fans don't know them. They don't know them as well. We don't have as many names that the fans have been hearing for multiple years. Um, and that's exciting. Uh, it's, 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 you know, it's, yeah, it's going to keep me up at night as we get closer <laughs> to the opener uh, because, you know, yeah, there's a big difference in doing it out here uh, in practice and right. step, stepping on a field and, and doing it in front of 110,000 people. But those kids have been working very hard and waiting their time and waiting their turn. Uh, and yeah, we're probably going to see a couple of mistakes. We're going to see some some uh, you know growing things with young guys, you know, gaining experience. But you're also going to see a lot of dynamic plays too. You're going to see some big big plays. You're going to see some guys that uh, our fans are going to grow to love. Uh, but it has been highly competitive at every position. It's been very very competitive offense defense wise. Um, it has been a really a really good preseason camp. Coach Mike Houston's with us uh, here. We're uh, reporting live from Media Day on 94.3 The Game. Uh, thank you for uh, listening to us here this afternoon on what is uh, just a gorgeous day here in Eastern North Carolina. You get too many of these. Direct- <laughs> oh, I, I, I'll take this. You know, I, I said t- Tuesday the heat index was like 117. Yeah. We were out there practicing. I mean, I, I was struggling. So I, mean, I promise you those kids out there in full pads, you know, beating the snot out of each other were struggling. Absolutely, yeah. So to have a day like this today, this is this is heaven now. How was the scrimmage? And it wasn't open. Yeah, to it, the was, public it was awesome. It was, it was great. It was it was a, a really competitive, a lot of energy, uh, you know, a, a lot of enthusiasm, you know, high, high intensity. Uh, I thought we executed very well. Uh, there were big plays, uh, both sides, big plays and special teams. It was really it was really enjoyable. So a good, good, good way to kind of cap off yeah. preseason camp. And then coach the meet the pirates uh, event after well attended. I, yes. I think everybody was really pleased with the crowd. Absolutely. That was uh, awesome. Yeah. A great chance for the fans uh, to interact with the players. Yeah. I told, I told the kids, I said, I said, make sure you keep your Jersey on. I said, if you take your pads off, just keep your Jersey on. I said, cause our fans, they know your numbers. I said, but a lot of you, they don't know your faces yet. Right. You know, cause yeah. you know, a lot of these guys haven't been with the media and haven't been on TV and, uh, so the the fans may not know them uh, by face just yet, but I thought it's a great opportunity for you know our fans, especially the young fans. Uh, I love watching them with our players and our players with them. But uh, it was a great event. Uh, love Pirate Nation and their passion for our program. I saw that they have the uh, the throwback jerseys now on sale. Pretty cool. So that was awesome. Yeah, it's a good it's a good looking replica. You uh, mentioned jerseys, so I'm going to say I, yeah. I, I've just heard you know scuttlebutt. Yeah, that there could be kind of a lavender colored uh, uniform, possibly <laughs> not in football. OK, <laughs> I didn't think so No, but I but there are people out there saying that's going to be the case. So, uh, you know, no. they did. They weren't in baseball. That's that's fine. <laughs> I, the, our baseball team looked good in it and played well in it. I don't think that's going to be something we're going to think you, in football. You don't want to do, I don't think no, you're rolling no. into Ann Arbor and Lavender. No, that would no. that have been problematic. Yeah, but I mean, you start talking about rumors. There's so many rumors 
rolling around college football oh, right now. In there, I have no idea what's true. You you would kind of address that. I mean, you're going to yeah. have to play where you have to play, but I mean, yeah. just just overall, as someone who's made their living in college athletics, right. it, it has to be concerning where this is maybe going. Well, I just there's there's no direction. Yeah. There's no leadership. Uh, I, I don't know how many rules there are anymore, right. and so that's the concerning part. Uh, I think that uh, there's gotta there's gotta be some strong leadership, and we we have to have direction for our sport. Um, because right now there, there is none. Mike Houston is uh, with us. Uh, Coach just had his comments up at the podium, uh, did a great job there, and he's been kind enough to come over and visit with us for a few minutes uh, here. Mason Garcia, I understand, looked really, really sharp today. Uh, how's Mason he finishing was, up camp? He was very, very impressive today. I'm telling you, this week, a, a couple of those throws he made today are unbelievable. I mean, he is playing with just – he looked so comfortable out there today. And so confident. Uh, it was really, really enjoyable to watch. I'm excited for him. Do you see maybe some of the similarities? You know, Holton, I thought, made a jump when he went to the Manning Passing Academy. And it seemed like this is, it gave him a lot of confidence, gave him well, some new ways to look at things. Did it have a similar effect on Mason? There are different points in their career. Sure. Uh, I think it's a great experience for Mason. I think it maybe opened Mason's eyes. But you got to remember, Holton was a very experienced really really good quarterback and when he went down there i thought it, it like you said i thought it took his some of the things he brought back and applied uh, i thought took his performance to a higher level and it was very obvious to all of us but it was it was more him learning learning from peyton manning about preparation um you know for mason i think that was a great experience i think is eye-opening for him but he is not he has not logged nearly the reps that uh, Holton had at right. that point in his career. So I think it's a different, uh, a different deal for him. For, for him, I think this, well, what I saw out there this week in particular today was just his comfort level with the offensive line, his comfort level with the receivers and the backs, his comfort level sitting in the pocket. So I think that comes a lot from familiarity. As far as the competition <laughs> this week and, and guys reacting as you'd hope they, they would, by and large, do you feel like they did that from scrimmage last Saturday to scrimmage today? Oh, it, last Saturday to this Saturday was night and day. You know, I thought last Saturday we looked a little sloppy. I thought they competed, uh, but I thought we looked a little sloppy. I didn't think we looked like we were all on the same page offensively. Um, you know, today I thought we looked we looked we looked very very cohesive, um, and I thought that uh, you know that cause the competition to, to jump to another level between the offense and the defense today because the offense was executing so well that they really challenged uh, you know the defense today. So that was awesome. Are there any position battles that will carry over into next week and, and maybe even some I would say week? so. Yeah. I mean I, we're you know I've, we made it through about a third of the film before we came up here so we haven't even, we haven't even finished watching the film yet. You know we need the, the next two days staff wise we're gonna really spend a lot of time with that film, a lot of time discussing uh you know just where everybody sits um and then yeah i mean it's you you still got to go out there and, and compete we're two sure. weeks from kickoff so yeah. uh you know we we don't have to you know send a starting lineup out there until 12 o'clock on september the 2nd so well, i think the other side might wait that long <laughs> yeah they typically have so well that's fine too yeah. i mean that's hey, that's his Hey, do what you want with your program. So I'm, I may, I may, I may take the same, same approach. Right? I, I may, I may not have a uh, because we don't play eleven anymore. 
you know, the biggest, the biggest pain in, in the butt that I have is when you put out your depth charts because everybody gets butthurt over where they are on the depth chart if they're not, you know, one of the, you know, the one. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many times you have a one anymore. You yeah. know, we're going to play 18, 20 guys on both sides. So, you know, you can't create a depth chart with that many people on it. So, um, yeah, we may just not have one. Got a lot more to ask you, but you got to go. Thank yeah. you very All much. Right. Great to see you, sir. Good to see you. All right. Go Pirates. Uh, Mike Houston, and that uh, is uh, good to have him on the uh, program uh, here. Uh, we've got a little uh, breaking news, it looks like, here. Uh, tell you what, we'll get a break. We'll come back. I'll uh, confirm it, and we will uh, be back with uh, some more of our media day uh, coverage. But it was really exciting to hear Coach Houston there talk. Uh, about it. He's fired up for the season. And uh, the uh, Inside ECU Athletics radio show debuts a week from tonight at uh, 6 o'clock. Coach Houston, uh, of course, will be on that first program and some others. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, time out here. And you'll hear that, by the way, on 94.3 The Game. We'll take a break. We will uh, come back and uh, tell you about a little bit of breaking news and uh, some more on the Patrick Johnson Show. Taking the rage out of your drive home. But it's no big deal. Patrick Johnson on 94.3 The Game and the new IBX Media app. Okay, uh, welcome back, everybody. It is uh, nice to have you with us on this uh, Monday Patrick Johnson show. So uh, we reported a while back uh, after it was uh, learned that Jim Harbaugh may not be serving any kind of suspension. There was a report of four games on the table. Well, uh, Jim Harbaugh reportedly informed the uh, team before today's practice that the program has self-imposed a three-game suspension on him to begin the season. So that means Harbaugh will not be on the sidelines for the East Carolina game. He will also not be on the sidelines the following week against UNLV and the week after that against Bowling Green. He'll return for the Big Ten schedule. Uh, as they open Big Ten play against Rutgers on the 23rd at home. So, no Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines for the ECU game now. Uh, It is uh, unclear how this was reached because, again, it looked like the NCAA four game had been taken off the table, but maybe this is part of it with with Michigan doing some self-sanctioning. The idea is that this is an effort by Michigan to sort of appease the governing body to avoid any further uh, sanctions. Um, yeah, I, I thought this may have taken its final uh, twist or turn, but uh, anyway, the uh, Wolverines were served a draft notice of allegations back in January, and uh, that was that uh, reports at UM and the NCA had reportedly agreed on the four-game suspension in July. That fell apart earlier in the month. Uh, The suspension was for what they are calling level one and level two violations. The NCAA says that Harbaugh committed with the football program. The level two violations stem from various recruiting and coaching infractions. The level one offenses deemed more serious were statements Harbaugh made to the NCAA, which the organization deemed misleading. So uh, Sharon Moore, who's the offensive coordinator, uh, who uh, 
would have been suspended one game. Uh, <clears throat> they cannot have any kind of uh, comment on the investigation at this time. Uh, their tight end coach was uh, allegedly involved in this uh, as well. But here's the, the deal at the end of the day, and that is uh, Jim Harbaugh will not be on the sidelines when the Pirates roll into uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan, coming up uh, in less than two weeks because of uh, a three-game, self-imposed three-game suspension instituted by the university. Um, <laughs> so the other thing that's always anonymous text line, the Wolverines are worried about ECU. they got to make sure... Harbaugh's available. Well, he won't be. He won't be, uh, at least for that game. Um, the other thing uh, that I, I will say about uh, this is, you know, Harbaugh and the athletic director in, in Michigan have a very uneasy relationship. And if you talk to some Michigan people, you know, they, they talk about that. And that's why that flirtation with the NFL has grown a little more intense in each of the last two off-seasons to the point where, Harbaugh was reportedly calling, you know, NFL owners trying to sell himself to go back. So this, if this is imposed by Michigan, and it's not known if this was negotiated with Harbaugh and his agent and the athletic department, or if he was told this was going to be the case, that's going to be an interesting story to follow. All right. Uh, we uh, had coverage of Media Day Saturday. In case you missed it, you can listen to the show in its entirety. Uh, at 94.3 The Game on the IBX Media app. Just go to the uh, 94.3 The Game uh, section. Go to the Patrick Johnson Show podcast, and it's the first thing that will pop up there uh, if you're interested in it right now. You can download the uh, podcast at the App Store on Apple and Google Play. It's absolutely free, and you want that for football season because not only do you get 94.3 The Game, but you also get 107.9 WNCT, the 100,000-watt flagship flame-throwing beacon of uh, ECU Athletics and all of our other great stations. Oldies 94.1, uh, Talk 103.7, Talk 96.3, and podcast of all our shows, including uh, the Hoist the Colors radio program with Steve and I go as well. Okay, uh, let's get back to some of our Media Day interviews. Clark, let's queue up the Mason Garcia. Let me know when that is uh, ready. And uh, I think it'd be good to hear from Mason. Uh, the uh, good to see you, my friend. Likely How are you? Good to start oh, here we go. Here's Mason Garcia, the likely starting quarterback for the ECU Pirates. Take it away. Good to see you, my friend. How are you? Good to see you, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How's my guy Krabby doing? He's doing good. You we'll know, do a little personal business. Good to see you, my friend. How are you? Good to see you, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How's my guy Krabby doing? He's doing good. You we'll know, do a little personal business before we get down yeah. to business here. He's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing good. Very good. Good, good to hear. I heard you uh, showed out and balled out today. Try. Trying to get better every day. That's all it is. <laughs> what about uh, today did you take away as, uh, you know, uh, step in that evolution and step in that right direction? I would say, you know, just preparation. You know, last week, you know, it wasn't all fully about preparation. It was more just kind of going out there and taking the pressure off yourself and kind of just doing what you do and knowing who you have around you. And it's, it's a wonderful team out there. So if you just go out there and you kind of be yourself and, you know, kind of rely on your teammates and kind of like everybody does on the team. But, uh you just go out there and kind of be prepared and know who's around you and just execute. So, and our defense does a really good job, by the way. So, yeah, well, and that helps. And and having guys to throw the ball to or hand it off to helps. Uh, Coach Houston said he really liked kind of your command of the huddle today or of the situations today. 
and uh, the way you were communicating with the offensive line. So has that been a big thing that that's one of the adjustments you've had to make? 100%. And, you know, we come off of last Saturday and you're like, wow, we got a lot of things to work on, you know, but one of the main things he was was kind of controlling the huddles. You know, we got veteran guys in there, but as a quarterback, you got to be able to go in there and take command of everything. But uh, just being just being out there with those guys and kind of knowing what we needed to learn on from last week, you know, coming out there kind of, you know, doing what we needed to learn from last week was, was huge for us this week, you know, and not everything was perfect, but, you know, the things we needed to clean up last week is what we did. So that, that shows a lot of maturity for this offense and this team. So Mason Garcia is uh, with us uh, here. You got a really good push in this uh, preseason from Alex Flynn. We were just talking to Alex, a great young man. Uh, what's the relationship like between you guys? It's good. You know, like I was just talking with some of the uh, media over there, you know, it's, it's good. You know, we, we'll continue to grow off each other and kind of learn, you know, Alex plays a uh, different game than I do, but you know, going out there and, you know, asking what he saw or what he what he thought on this play or this and that, you know, is going to continue to grow both of us. And, uh, you know, Alex has done a good job as well. So we'll just continue to keep growing for this team, you know, and I think we both want the best for this team. So that's that's the best part about it. I don't want to get you in trouble, but, I mean, you can't help but be excited about the opportunity two weeks from today. 100%. I mean, national stage, obviously, number two team in the land. So it's a great opportunity. Not your first start. But the first start uh, potentially that you'll go into and have had time to prepare. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. I mean, that's what we all you know dream of. You know, kind of going and playing in Michigan. You know, like I was just talking, it's like nobody in this program has probably opportunity before. So, you know, just going out there and wanting prepared and kind of kind of doing you. You know, just going out there and just showing what you got and showing what show what this team has been working for all these years and you know coach houston and the staff has just wanted, done an amazing job since they got here so you know just going out there day by day you know and just just going out there and be prepared you know it's going to be the most for this team but it's going to be exciting for sure mason garcia is uh with us uh as far as uh, you, you went to the manning passing academy it was it was a thing that i think opened hold nailer's eyes to a lot of things right. but his development at that point was a lot further along than yours has been as far as, you know, reps and that sort of thing. What was your takeaway from that? I would say, you know, there was – they had a lot going on because that camp is huge. They have thousands of people there. But, you know, one thing it was was them for to take time with us, you know, and being able to, like, sit all the quarterbacks in there from the college, the college quarterbacks in there, and they asked – you got to ask any question you want. So, you know, I'm sitting there next to Drake May, and, you know, me and Drake asked the first question. He's like, you know – uh, he asked them like uh, some things about film and stuff, and you know, and you go and you you take those kind of you, those answers that they give you, and you go and you look, and you're like, you're like, wow, you know, day by day, and you keep you keep continuing to you know like do what they say, and you you're just like, wow, you know, if if you can continue to just you know keep your eyes on a certain thing during film, and you know, it takes a lot out of the game, you know, and you go out there and you're, you're a lot more prepared. But I would say that that that's the most thing I took out of it, and kind of definitely being a leader for the group and stuff, and having player-led things, you know, going out there and being the man and taking control of the huddle for sure. Mason Garcia is with us. Uh, it's great to talk with uh, him. Uh, Rajay Harris, now the running back room, it's pretty deep, but you got Rajay Harris uh, back. I know he was out today just to kind of take a little bit of the uh, strain off him. But when you look at uh, Rajay, how do you feel like he's bounced back? I mean, that man is 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 what everybody talks about. You know, he'll continue to grow and get better, but – uh. You know he's a huge he's a huge support for this team and he, he'll he'll forever be a leader on this team. But uh, for him to be able to come out there after a, a crazy injury and come back and be able to do the things he's doing is huge. So 
he'll continue to grow and get better. I mean, that that kid is very special. And, of course, our whole running back room. All right, who's that? So I can – That is Jeremy yeah, Lewis. I thought it was, but he, he looks looks more swole than he was when I had him <laughs> on my show last year. All right, I got it uh, there, Dom. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. All right, anything else? Any any parting uh, shots or anything? What's the – what's the? did you get any good numbers at the Manning Academy? Do you have what's – the, what's the big name in the cell phone? Cell phone? <sighs> Peyton Manning. Okay. Peyton Manning. All right. He uh, he actually came up to me. He was like, he's like, I know your AD. And I'm like, how you know my AD? He was like, he was the GM at the Colts, uh, Ryan Robertson. So yeah, yeah. we had took a picture together and he's like, he's like, here, he's like, send this. I'm going to send this to Ryan and I'm going to send this to you. Put your phone number in there. And he's like, you ever need anything? Text or call. That's so pretty cool. Though, that is huge. It? Yeah. So you're going to reach out or? Uh, I think I will. You okay. Because <laughs> I mean, those questions and answers that I, we got off of him were huge. So, Well, from what I understand from Holton, I mean, he responds back too. So yeah, it's, he does. Uh, it's so one of those they things. have a whole huge group there that's very supportive. So yeah. it's good to see you. Good to see you. Good Thank luck. You. We'll see you Appreciate soon. You. Mason Garcia. Yeah. All right. Uh, great to talk to Mason. What a great young man. And uh, awesome to have him on uh, with us on our uh, preseason media coverage. Tell you what, Clark, let's uh, take a break, and we'll do Jeremy Lewis next. And if we have some time, Alex Flynn. I think I'll save the coordinators for tomorrow. Uh, but you can obviously go back on the IBX media app and read uh, or, or relive all of this or, or listen to it for the first time if you missed it Saturday uh, in its entirety. But if you'll stay tuned, we'll hear from Greenville native, Pirate defensive end Jeremy Lewis right after this. Okay, uh, thanks for being with us as uh, we come back on this uh, talk of the town. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, on this uh, Patrick Johnson show. I was expecting a bed there, so I got a little thrown. Got a little thrown. All right. Uh, so uh, Jeremy Lewis spoke with us. Uh, the Greenville native, of course, played at South Central. Uh, fifth year in the program for Jeremy. So here is uh, his uh, interview from Media Day. How about the... Uh Falcons last night with oh, a, yeah, oh, a, yeah. a kind of a, a eye-opening win at Kinston. Most definitely. You know, Pretty good, huh? Yeah, Coach Terry was able to shock the world. You know, he was a great, tremendous basketball coach. You know, the basketball court is named after him. It's the Chris Terry court, but he was able to, you know, knock something off his bucket list, go over there and be the head coach for the football team. And I didn't know he had it in him. But, hey, he went over there and he's doing his thing now, you know, of Kenson squad, and he was able to go out there and get the win. So, you know, just wish him the best, you know, keep shocking the world, showing everybody what he can do. It's pretty exciting, though. Most really definitely, happy yeah. for uh, the uh, team over there and happy for Coach uh, for Coach Cherry, one of the good guys. Um, really good uh, camp. Uh, who do you think uh, from that side of the ball, the guys behind you, that the second-level guys, who has stood out in uh, your opinion? Oh, man. Oh, Got to say Taylor Jackson, you know, middle linebacker Taylor Jackson. He was he was waiting his turn. A lot of guys in front of him his first couple of years here, and he was able to come in, you know, establish his leadership, establish his dominance on that defensive side of the ball. And, you know, I can't wait to see him have a tremendous season this year. And as well as Sam Danker, you know, he's uh he plays rush as well, but he's been able to, you know, go in with those guys and compete and really show that he can play ball this year. He's been a great – he's been a tremendous player on special teams. You know, he's made a lot of tackles and showed a lot of flashes. And you know, just he's he he's behind me, but we just like I see it in him. So you know, once I graduate, maybe he might get the, might get on the field this year. But once I graduate, for sure, just be on the lookout. Jeremy Lewis uh, from uh, Winterville, or is it Greenville? Which one? Would, would... Uh, you know, the districts are weird. So I lived in Green Greenville, but okay. went to school in Winterville. Okay, yeah. so Greenville guy. 
Yeah. There we go. We, we've put that to breast once and for all yeah. <laughs> uh, here. Yeah, the districts are weird. Um, we got we got Jeremy Lewis, the uh, hometown uh, product here with uh, us. What are your expectations, not only for the team, but for yourself this season? Uh, coach like the preacher, you know, not really have too many individual goals because those will come as the team gets better. And, you know, as the team win, you're going to have individual standouts. But as a team, you know, I just want to see us, you know, be great. You know, got, always get the eyes on the prize, and the prize is that conference championship. So, you know, we want to go in and be dominant, you know, ball out, you know, compete every single game, be the best we can be. And, you know, those individual goals will come, you know, the standouts will come, and, you know, the recognition will come as well. Well, now you can kind of turn your attention to Michigan. Yeah. Uh, two weeks from today. Uh, in fact, uh, the game will still maybe wrapping up two weeks uh, from today, and the Pirates will shock the world. Yes, sir. I, 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 that, I, I think East Carolina is going to have a great showing there. Uh, as you turn your attention to a team like that, and you probably watched a little bit of film on him, very uh, talented team. Yeah. And it, it's going to be a, a big environment. But, uh, you know, I'm sure you and your teammates are looking forward to the challenge and are excited about it. You know, we get those games every year. You know, we uh, play top-ranked you know, uh, in the year before that. We played South Carolina. You know, a lot of a lot of people weren't expecting us to be in those tight ball games with those two teams, but both of them were one-score games. So, you know, you know, we're always able to go out there and compete and shock the world. You know, we're ready for this one. It's a great Michigan team. You know, they're looking to win a national championship this year, and we're looking to knock them off. So, you know, we just got to go out there and do our job, play our brand of football and compete, you know, and, you know, really – go out there and just show show the way we're capable of. And then a couple of years ago, uh, Pirates played Cincinnati here very tough. They were number four oh, yeah. at the time. So Most definitely. That was a great atmosphere after Thanksgiving. Uh, Jeremy Lewis is with us here. Um, there's a good rotation among the uh, guys up front on defense. Uh, Coach Harrell, Coach uh, Houston play a lot of guys mm-hmm. uh, and rotate in and out. And uh, you know, just a little bit of that because – you got to have confidence in everybody in that group. Oh, yeah. But it also keeps you and your teammates a little fresher, I would imagine. Yes, yeah, sir. You know, we got a lot of we got a lot of guys up front. I think the, one of the more deepest positions we have on the field is our interior and our, our edge guys. So, you know, we, those guys, are we are able to rotate four in and four out if we needed to. You know, we got a lot of experience up front, a lot of ball game, a lot of snaps being played in that front four. So, you know, I find it one of the better position groups that we have. So being able to, you know, keep guys fresh, keep guys rolling in and out. It's 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 a big part to the football game, and it's a positive that we have, always keeping fresh bodies on the field. You have, uh, obviously, uh, being the hometown uh, kid and coming here, and uh, there are expectations uh, for everybody, but, you know, having those expectations. So you, how, how have you feel like you've grown in your time here? I've definitely grown mentally, and mentally as a man and physically on the field as well, you know, mainly uh, – Making that switch over the defense, the defensive side of the ball, it really builds some character. You really got to have a, a, a tough guy, a, a guy with a strong mental. So, you know, you know, stop wanting to catch touchdowns, and, you know, being fancy to go to hitting people. And, like, you know, me wanting that switch really, really, really challenged me mentally and physically, you know. And uh, my body's just developing ways that, you know, only Big John can do, you know. And <laughs> I'm mean, big, bigger, stronger, faster coming out of high school, and, you know. I'm just, you know, just changed mentally and physically as well. We got a great coaching staff that. So, did yeah. you resist the change at first? I mean, did you? No, I want to play offense. I mean, what was? What, so I, I, I was originally, well, you know, Coach Houston got hired the year that we, uh, right. came into uh, college. So I had multiple offers, some for offense, some for defense. And when I got here, I was originally uh, recruited as a defensive end. And yeah, Coach, we didn't have, a, we didn't have, we didn't have, um. 
we we weren't very deep in the tight end room. We had a great tight end, Anthony Wiley, but we weren't very deep. So coach asked me, you know, hey, you want to play tight end this year? And I was looking at the looking at the roster and I'm like, we also had Kenneth Futrell, which is a South Central graduate. And I'm like, yeah. So he's starting at the end and I don't stand a chance with him right now. Like he was he, he was dominant that year. He was real good that year. Yeah. And so I was just like, you know, if I'm really if I want to see the ball, if I want to see the field this year, I need to play offense. So I was just like, hey, let's play offense. I started watching film on guys and I'm like, shoot, this might be my route. You know, I might be able to make it to the next level playing offense. So I do I told coach I'll play offense for a couple of years and then we were able to get Shane Calhoun, which was a great tight end. He's he's very, very good. And we also got Ryan Jones out of the transfer port. It's like Coach, these guys got it. I'm gonna, I'm, I got to go back. I'm gonna to go back to the other side. I was able to, you know, able to transfer back, and I've just been rolling ever since. I know it's been a lot of football here the last several weeks, but did you get any time to do anything that kind of fun over the summer? Or anything that kind of stood out as enjoyable? Mm, no, no, really, like vacation or anything. You right. know, just time being with able family. To spend time, like yeah, that. that's that's really it. Spending time with the family that's important. That comes first. So, being being from here, I'm able to go up the street, see mom, see the fam. You know, so just spending time with family. You know, just but the grind is the grind. You know, yeah. you got to stay locked in. So, other than that, no, no, no big vacations, no big trips or anything. Does, does mom cook well? Oh, yes. All right, what's the favorite food? Very well, the fried chicken. It's just, you got to have the fried chicken, fried chicken wings. She loves making fried chicken wings and, like, Italian chicken wings. And oh, wow. Those, and, oh, the spaghetti, everything, yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Everything's good. That, that sounds like a good pregame meal. Oh, I, yeah. it, probably, it might be something you want to enjoy. Hey, it's always great to see you, Jeremy. I hope we can get you on the radio show again this year like we yes, did sir, uh, last year because that was a lot of fun. Yes, and sir. good luck this season. Thanks for stopping Appreciate by. Appreciate you, man. All right. All right, uh, Jeremy Lewis there. I don't think we're going to have enough time for the Alex Flynn interview, so we may save that for later in the week or just uh, have the guys cut that up and just play a couple cuts uh, from that. But uh, outside of uh, hearing from the coordinators, that was uh, some of the big stars uh, for uh, Media Day. And uh, really great to have Coach Houston come over and be with us uh, as we uh, broadcasting that event live, uh, you can go back to our uh, podcast page on 94.3 The Game on the IBX Media app and listen to the show in its entirety. And uh, you can do that, uh, download it at the App Store or Google Play. It's free to download. It's no commercial uh, pre-roll before you go into the uh, audio. It's just a couple of clicks once you download the app to your phone or tablet and boom, you're right there and you can listen to uh, to uh, all of our great stations and it would be really helpful to have during football season. You can uh, tune in to Pirate Game Day Countdown, of course, brought to you by Bush Light. We're going to have uh, another season of that for you coming up starting on the 2nd. Uh, going to have some great uh, features and some great uh, contributors this year for that program. So it's going to be very, very uh, exciting, and uh, we've taken it to a higher level. Steve Logan, of course, uh, the Logan Zone premieres on Friday, and uh, it'll run for the football season, 5 o'clock Friday, right here on 94.3 The Game. Don't worry, I'll be here for the Patrick Johnson Show. It'll be a uh, 6 o'clock uh, start on Fridays as we get you ready with uh, Doug Martin for the uh, college football weekend. And uh, a little later in the week, we'll announce what we're going to do with Doug as far as uh, uh, a special presentation this week of the show because of uh, 
some scheduling that we have on Friday. We, we're going to adjust some things on that. Uh, but uh, the radio show will be here at uh, 6 o'clock. Okay. Lots of great stuff going on. It's an exciting time of year. I know the traffic stinks, but it is uh, very invigorating to have the uh, the students back in town. There's a little bit of energy after the media uh, day event on uh, Saturday, which, by the way, they also had a great turnout. I mean, a huge turnout for Meet the Pirates, which, you know, usually that scrimmage is open to the public, and it wasn't this year, and there was some concern, I think, uh, that, you know, what kind of crowd they would have. But they had a huge crowd, and it was a great environment. They had all the fall athletes out there at the Meet the Pirates uh, event, so that was a really, really uh, cool thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, walked around campus a little bit after the show on uh, Saturday. It was such a beautiful day. Walked, uh, saw some of the old haunts on the uh, main campus, and uh, campus looks great. Looks really beautiful. Uh, you know, it wasn't too many... Too much around going on on campus where I was, uh, the mall and near the fountain, right uh, auditorium in front of that, and kind of strolled along in there. But uh, it was really, uh, you just see there was a little bit of a buzz or feel there was a little bit of buzz. There were a few people still kind of moving things into, but it was great. really was. All right. Uh, thanks to uh, our crew who made the Media Day show possible. Thanks to our crew uh, for their help here today as well. We'll be back in the morning on Talk of the Town. If you are a fan of Fox News, uh, Martha McCallum is going to be on with us tomorrow on 96.3 and 103.7, 7 to 9, Talk of the Town. I'll see you then, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for more Media Day breakdown and more on The Patrick Johnson Show, 5 o'clock right here on air, online, on the app, and on our social media. Have a great evening, everybody.